It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Oh, 20 days to go till the big midterm elections. The headlines today, of course, are President Biden delivering remarks on energy prices, big oil electric vehicle batteries. The headlines are, is this about politics? Is this about good policy? Can it be about both? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So let's think again about the news of the day. Let's talk about the initial announcements about energy, energy prices, strategic petroleum reserve. Uh, President Biden began by announcing a further release of oil from that strategic petroleum reserve to help bring down the price of gas. The Department of Energy released another 15 million barrels from the strategic petroleum reserve, extending our previously announced release through the month of December. Independent analysts have confirmed that drawdowns on the reserve so far have played a big role in bringing down oil prices, bringing them down. So we're going to continue to responsibly use that national asset. So the president saying we are going to use that strategic oil reserve for what it is there for, and he is uh, committed that that will bring down the price. But, of course, he took a shot at American big oil companies, challenging them to increase production and to not take big profits. My message to the American energy companies is this. You should not be using your profits to buy back stock or for dividends. Not now. Not while a war is raging. You should be using these record-breaking profits to increase production and refining. Invest in America for the American people. Bring down the price you charge at the pump to reflect what you pay for the product. You still make a significant profit. Your shareholders will still do very well. And the American people will catch a break they deserve and get a fair price at the pump as well. Of course, the energy companies uh, push back in terms of what it costs, in terms of permitting and the years that it often takes to get things through uh, approval processes, lawsuits, litigation. And the president said that there does need to be changes and reform to permitting. Our country needs to pass permitting reform to accelerate the development of clean energy. Right now, the process of getting clean energy projects approved is too cumbersome and too time-consuming. So I'm asking the Congress, pass a permitting bill to speed up the approval of all kinds of energy production, from wind to solar to clean hydrogen, because we need to get this moving now, quickly, now. And that's a very important message on a number of fronts. You may remember West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, a critical vote for the president on a number of things, uh, had his own version of a permit uh, reform package that uh, did not uh, pass muster, did not get included in the uh, current spending bill. 
so that's a, an important thing. It's also something that Republicans have called for for a very long time and energy companies have called for for a very long time. Obviously, it's hard for them to, to factor in uh, whether a particular project is worth it, not knowing if the permits will ever get issued, how much time and opportunity costs will be spent uh, along the way. President Biden uh, responded to the accusations that his decisions to release oil uh, was simply part of politics ahead of the midterms. It's not politically motivated at all. It's motivated to make sure that I continue to push on what I've been pushing on. And that is making sure there's enough oil that's being pumped by the companies so that we have the ability to be able to produce enough gas that we need here at home, oil we need here at home. And at the same time, keep moving in the direction of providing for alternative energy. That's what I've been doing. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought... There are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So the the challenge for the president there is the, the back and forth uh, of the politics of it all, the timing of it, of course, uh, right before a midterm, uh, the fact that uh, there hasn't been new pipeline approvals and those kinds of things uh, since he took office, uh, that uh, we are less energy independent now than the country was at the beginning of the presidency. Those are those are tough challenges. Those are tough things for him to navigate through. And uh, also interesting, you may have noted that when he talked about that permitting reform, uh, he actually expressed it on behalf of green energy projects uh, because that's an interesting thing that has been developing, that suddenly that regulatory red tape stuff that uh, slowed down a lot of traditional energy projects is now doing the exact same thing for green energy projects. It's costing millions of dollars and years to get some of the green energy products uh, projects approved. Uh, so, again, that makes it harder for a business to want to invest in that, not knowing or having any kind of confidence or certainty that they will get a result that will give them a, a good return. Uh, also, the president today, the other headline, $2.8 billion in grants to companies to develop electric vehicle infrastructure and batteries. Take a listen. And that's why today I'm proud to announce $2.8 billion in awards to 20 companies across 12 states funded by the infrastructure law to build electric vehicles in the battery future here in America. Together, these 20 companies are going to build new commercial-scale battery production and processing facilities all across America. They're going to develop lithium to supply over 2 million vehicles every year. And that $2.8 billion investment is going to unlock billions of dollars in private investment from these companies. That means the projects are gonna generate $9 billion total for American manufacturing and the battery supply chain across America. Now this is a political high wire act for President Biden uh, because the thing that he did not say today and that they did not mention in the release from the White House today was what this would actually do, this $2.8 billion in grants uh, they talked about it in terms of having resources uh, for batteries, for electric vehicles. And, of course, the president's base, uh, very focused on limiting mining, uh, slowing down mining projects. 
this is about mining. Uh, the the, uh, the grants go specifically uh, to foster lithium. We have one lithium mine in the country. Uh, nickel, we have one that's functioning. Uh, that one uh, nickel mine uh, took over 10 years uh, to get permitted uh, to be done. Uh, costs of millions of dollars. Uh, and so it's it's an interesting one for the president to say, okay, we're going to really crank things up in terms of being independent, having our own uh, resources and our own supplies uh, in, when it comes to manufacturing batteries for electric cars. And he has to admit that he's doing some things that part of his base is really against. So nowhere in the president's speech and nowhere in the release from the White House today is the word mining uh, mentioned at all. It's a it's about processes. Uh, it's about critical minerals used for power, electricity, electric vehicles. Uh, guess what? It takes a lot of mining and it takes uh, a lot of fossil fuels to make those mines go. And that's okay. We can have that conversation. Uh, but that's where the politics runs in to the policy. And I think one of the things that all Americans across the political spectrum just want you to be honest, be upfront, be transparent and say, you know what, if we're going to move to electric vehicles, we're going to have to do some mining and we're going to have to use some of those traditional uh, energy companies and energy supplies. And that's going to be OK. And that has to be OK, because otherwise we're just doing this mental gymnastics that makes it all feel so political rather than what is the best policy to make sure that we do have a supply chain that's reliable and built in America in terms of a lot of those critical minerals so we can be more green and clean. Uh, and how do we do that in a, in a way that is profitable and doable and affordable for the American people? We, we have to get to a different kind of conversation there. And it's beyond just the headlines of, hey, we're working hard to lower the price of gas or, hey, we're really trying to go green. We're going to invest. Uh, again, it takes everything it takes an honest conversation when it comes to energy when it comes to the environment and climate we can do that but we got to do it different Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up they pointed their guns at me and this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today I'm Becky Bruce I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.